Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 105 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we take a pause from our Come Follow Me study for um, today uh, and we have a look at some listener comments and uh, something that I've been studying for this week. Now, um, after having had last week an entire episode where there was so much listener comments, it was a whole episode that was covered and devoted to listener comments on feedback and so on, on Facebook and so on. Um, we haven't had any this week. <laughs> so it's funny how these things fluctuate uh, from week to week. But it has been a, a great week of study, and I hope that you've been able to take something from that. Please do let us know on Facebook uh, what your thoughts are from what you've studied, or you can email session at gmail.com. So what I'm going to do today is share something I've been studying. And as luck would have it in this week where I've got very little very little uh, listener responses to share with you today, I have got something quite substantial to share with you. And I mentioned this um, in a recent episode that I was teaching a, a lesson about uh, a general conference talk that was given in April 2021, just uh, just over a week ago. And so what I figured is I just share some of the thoughts and principles from that um, lesson with you. So I focused on the talk by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland called Not As The World Giveth. And it was really a uh, wonderful talk, uh, something which hit home personally to me, um, because obviously, as all as many of you know, listening to the podcast, um, our, our son is uh, still struggling at this time uh, in hospital. Um, he was diagnosed with leukemia about five weeks ago now. And um, that journey has, you know, it began very well. But in the last week and a half or so, it's had a big blip on the way. And he is doing OK. Uh, but it's, you know, it just it was, a, it was a stark reminder that this will be a long journey. And um, for me, um, a lot of what Elder Holland said in his talk was a real comfort to me. Something that he said in his talk was this, quote, Fortunately, the current generation has not had a third world war to fight, nor have we experienced a global economic crash like the one in 1929. We are, however, facing a kind of third world war that is not a fight to crush our enemies, but a conscription marshalling the, the children of God to care more about each other and to help heal the wounds that we find in our conflicted world. The Great Depression we now face has less to do with the external loss of our savings and more to do with the internal loss of our self-confidence, with real deficits of faith and hope and charity all around us. Um, close quote. We know from this, as Elder Holland says, that there are many challenges and difficulties in the world. Obviously, myself and my family are dealing with a very personal struggle right now with uh, with health. Uh, with us, with our son. But, you know, you look around and there is a struggle for many people in the world today, whether it be of health with the pandemic and so on, whether it be financially, whether it be emotionally or mentally. There is so many challenges which may not seem to have an end in sight and in many cases not be brought on by any fault of our own. I mean, Elder Renland had, had, had another wonderful talk that he gave in General Conference about challenges and trials and how very often these trials do come from no um, action or consequence of what we have done. But there is hope. Elder Holland said this, quote, In spite of frightful prophecies and unsettling scriptures declaring that peace will be taken from the earth generally, the prophets, including our own beloved Russell M. Nelson, have taught that it does not have to be taken from us individually. I loved this um, point that Elder Holland made because 
whilst, yes, you know, we have been told and it's been prophesied that peace would be taken from the earth in the last days, we can have peace individually. Uh, And how do we do this? Well, we do this through our Saviour, Jesus Christ. In John chapter 14, verses 1, 8 and 27, it says this, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. For me personally, this has become one of my favourite scriptures. Um, It is something which is a wonderful promise that we can have peace. We can have comfort. We can have um, real calm assurance given by our Heavenly Father uh, through our Savior Jesus Christ, delivered by the Holy Ghost. And I think that it is something which we forget sometimes in a world where there are struggles and trials which may not have an end in sight for us. And of course, we can turn to our Saviour Jesus Christ to give us that peace and comfort. Through him, uh, we can have great uh, miracles. of, And when I say miracles, I mean miracles of peace and comfort be given to us. Um, Our trials may not necessarily be taken away straight away. In fact, very often they're not. But it's through those trials that we learn to rely on the comfort and the peace that we can receive for our Saviour. Two examples that come to my mind when I think about the Saviour and his ministry, when he gave immediate immediate comfort and peace, um, was when he helped um, rise or help Peter survive um, walking on water. The Saviour himself was walking on the water and his and Peter, his beloved and his devoted disciple, wanted to meet go out and meet him. He invited him to do so, but then he began to sink because he lacked the faith. Um and the Saviour straight away lifted him up out of the water and supported him. And again, um at the uh, the, the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea, where Mary Magdalene was distraught and upset that her, that the Saviour's body had seemingly been taken away. Um, that he was there to comfort her and reassure her. Uh, even before she knew who he was, she, he sought to comfort her. Uh, and I thought that was a great example. Elder Holland continued by saying, so this, quote, so this Easter, let's try to practice peace in a personal way, applying the grace and healing balm of the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ to ourselves and our families and all those we can reach around us. Fortunately, even astonishingly, this soothing salve is made available to us without money and without price, close quote. Now for me, Elder Holland speaking about this and speaking about how, you know, at Easter time, it's a wonderful time to remember the atonement of our Saviour Jesus Christ. It made me think about the events of the atonement uh, over this Easter weekend that we celebrated very recently. On Good Friday, we remember the the suffering and the death of our Saviour and how whilst it was a very upsetting and awful experience to have witnessed if you were one of his disciples um it was you know something that had been prophesied it was something that had been foretold that he would give up his life uh, for his friends um and then we talk a lot about easter sunday of course and his resurrection on that beautiful easter morn where he did leave the tomb and he was resurrected i testify of that but we often don't talk about um easter saturday I don't think there's a particular name for it, um, but it's a day that just kind of seems to just be sandwiched in between these two very holy days. And we're not we don't often talk about it. 
And I wonder what the disciples of Jesus Christ would have felt on that Saturday. Of course, the Friday would have been a horrible day to have experienced. But, you know, these things, and I've certainly learned this for myself, when you go through the immediate trial, the immediate um, commencement of that trial, you almost it almost goes by in a blur and you're numb to it, really. But then it's the next day, perhaps, when you've had time to kind of, or even that night where you've had time to kind of let it sink into you and you wake up the next day perhaps and that realization dawning on you that yes that did happen and the effect is still there he wasn't there for anymore for them in their perspective uh, and it must have been a very difficult and dark day Easter Saturday before of course Easter Sunday when he was risen but one thing that we can take from comfort comfort from in this is that whilst Easter Saturday may have seemed like a very difficult trial for those people uh, at the time of the Saviour, where there was no light perhaps in the in the distance or any hope. The Saviour was alive and he was living and he was working um, to still bring to pass his purposes to the children of men. It may, be, it may well be that they did not see this at this time, but he was preaching to the spirits in prison and ending their wait of hundreds, thousands of years for the Saviour to pass through the, to pass through death and to be resurrected. And this was a glorious moment for them. And so just remember that, you know, as you go through your Easter Saturdays, the moments where you are in the midst of a trial that has begun, that you do not see an end in sight of, remember that he is there and he is always working for our gain and for our good. Um, that isn't everything I wanted to cover with that, but that was, you know, a, a, where I kind of got to, um, and I don't want to go over the time. So Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Um, I'll share the uh, the talk on the Facebook group uh, from Elder Holland. It is a great one. I'm sure you've probably heard it, but it's well worth revisiting and, and re reviewing what he said. Um, please share your feedback on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again.